Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six of Sports Talk with BT and Stuvie. We're doing this on a Thursday for the first time in podcast history. You're not doing it on a Wednesday. All I got to uh, say is uh, fuck Excel projects. Uh, fuck Excel projects. If, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Stuvie, otherwise in that Excel projects, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Steelers play tonight. Um, they going to win tonight? If they do win, I'm giving Josh and uh, Jarrell so much shit because they bashed them on their podcast, uh, the Real Fresh podcast. Go check them out on Spotify. Um, yes. And then, yeah, got an exciting weekend. If Iowa State wins this weekend, they're going to be bowl eligible for the first time in two years. And uh, SDSU plays NDSU, brought to spank them. So, yeah. Yeah, NDSU kind of fell off. Heck, yeah, they did. I'm not having a very, oh, you know, I'm having a good day. Just got off a stressful day of work. I have tomorrow off. I'm going to go wash yeah, my house. You're at your nice house, though, so. What? You're yeah, your nice I'm, I'm in my nice house, as you can tell. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go to a high school football game on Friday, then watch, watch, the, watch, watch the possibly the last bedlam I'll ever see in my lifetime because Oklahoma State is scared to play Oklahoma. Um. And then hopefully watch my Texans win. Yeah, hopefully y'all need to win. Yeah. After fucking losing to the Panthers. You know. <laughs> Dude, your face. Rookie, rookie, court, rookie. It was a bad weekend of football last weekend. I really, we'll, we'll talk about the other game, but we won't talk about the Texans. Um, well, I guess we'll move on here. We're going to first talk about, we, we had this segment, if Georgia was going to be fine without Brock Bowers next year. Um put this up yeah, yeah it looks like they were fine yeah but florida is not a good team but i think georgia does play some tougher matchups yeah I think these they next play- weeks are really gonna show yes. how this, they really are yes this it's is the meat of this their week. schedule yeah number 12 right. number, number 12, 12. talk about a surprise team yeah for real that- <laughs> number 12 they lost to who they lose to who have they lost to look at my like, look, rank matchup, rank matchup, rank matchup. They lost to LSU. Yeah, which is – that was like a shootout. But, look, as you look at Georgia's schedule here, this is the meat of their schedule. They play number yeah. 10 Ole Miss, number 12 Missouri, and then they have to go to one of the toughest places to play in college football, Rocky Top. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's... if we go back to this game, you can tell Carson Beck had a really good day. Um, really showed he's the future of the Georgia program. Uh, 315 yards that's something you never see a Georgia quarterback do is pass over 300 yards. Dude, when, is, when was the last time Georgia had a really good quarterback? Do you count Bennett? No, or from from easily from, but like a good quarterback that actually was like good in like the league. I mean, I'm not going to count Fields. Plus, Fields is bad. Um, yeah, they haven't had anybody. Is the the two quarterbacks I think of are Fromm and Fromm and uh, Aaron Murray. Yeah. yeah, but that was way before. That was way before. Really, yeah. I was in. But Lad McConkey, I think that's how you say it. He had 135 yards receiving. Um. Georgia completely kills Florida, 43-20. But we'll find out more about where we're coming to the consensus. 
these next three weeks, we'll find more about Georgia with their next three matchups. Um, the next game sure. we're going to talk about here is Washington struggling once again. This time yeah. against an uh, incredibly, incredibly worse team in Stanford. Mm. Let's see if I can find it. There it is. Perfect. All yeah, right. Very, uh, very disappointing game. Yes, and this is the second time Washington has had to be saved by their defense. I might to be, be fair though. Penix had, Penix had a really good game. Yes, yes. For, he had a bounce back game from his performance against yeah. Arizona State. Hundred um, percent. But the Washington defense might be a problem. Um, yeah, they did not you, play their best. Um, yeah, no. It doesn't uh, help when you have two. One, I yeah, Stanford's top receiver. Go for nine catches, 146 yards. He is really good, isn't he? Is that the same guy that went off? Uh, I think that's the same guy. Yeah, that's the same guy that uh, went off for the USC game. USC, I can check the stats. USC, he had no, he had one catch and 11 yards against. But he's almost at uh, almost a thousand yards with 737. He's not doing too shabby. It's just like it's you're the product of your surrounding. Like you, you won't be able yeah. to do shit when you're on the piss but as you can tell, for. we can look down here. But yeah, the only... Washington's defense. Washington's defense needs to step up, hundred percent. Yes, if they if they want to be this true playoff contender that they're ranked number fifth, they need their defense needs to step up, and they could have a really big game. They could really have a coming out game mm-hmm. uh, this week against USC. Um, but. You can look over here, over here, uh, the Pac-12 conference standings. It's a tight race. Yeah, we were making we were making fun of USC, but I mean, the USC is another story. They USC's out of it. Okay, they're they're, they're yeah they're, they're out of the playoffs. I mean, they yes, arguably they have should have play. lost their last game. Yeah, like that was just horrible, horrible choke by California. You want to talk about uh, a fraud? They they let California put up forty nine points on them. And to put into perspective how bad California is, yes, they're three and five, and they they're one and four. They've lost. I mean, they've had they've had good losses, but they've barely beaten Ohio Idaho team, which is uh, a good team. <laughs> Idaho's really a good. Prepared. They're a good FCS team. You would know that. Yeah, I was about to say, but like it's California, dude. Do you yeah. really like California? Put up four points. AC, this is an ACC power, California. Don't you know? They're no longer a Pac-12 power. They're an ACC power. Yeah, there's something, dude. Just like, yeah, very disappointing. Uh, the USC suck. No, they don't suck. They're just not nowhere near as good as people thought they were. This going guy to has season. not had a we good both. season. Yeah. You can make you can you can argue who goes number one this year in the NFL draft yes. between him and Drake May. I, I guess Drake it really it really all depends on like what teams are looking for. Both of both of them are really struggling right now. Yes, but you also have to look at like fundamentals and like what you want in a quarterback. Yeah. So it really just depends on who gets number one and like what they want in a quarterback. Bengal, yeah. the YouTuber, goes into a deep dive in this. Um, go check Shut him up, out man. on YouTube. Yeah, Shout out, Bengal. But make sure you stay and like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, the next thing. You see, USC, very disappointing. Um, 
And yeah, Lincoln Riley, very disappointing. Speaking, speaking of Lincoln Riley, we'll go to his former team here. This is going to be a painful <laughs> one to talk about. Um, oh, we did. Um, Oklahoma loses to Kansas. Um, first time since it was a good game. This isn't, I was going to say it's the first time since 1997, but this might be the best Kansas team since 1997. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's crazy. It's they, they were playing with Jacob Bean. He's a good quarterback. He's he's fast, but like, he's looking to go to a power five program and start. I mean, he's doing it right now, but, like, he's definitely not better than Jalen Daniels. Yeah, but Jalen Daniels has – I think he – I personally think Jalen Daniels is sitting out and he's going to transfer. That's just a gut feeling. Um, Shout out Hayden Hatcher, kids Jayhawk. Yeah, he had some plays. Yeah. He did. He made a couple tackles, but – But he's um, a dog. I'm going to go on a rant about Oklahoma's offensive coordinator here. Um, you have the best. You have the best goddamn quarterback in the nation, and you throw the ball. If you can look at this, nineteen times. PT, PT, best quarterback in the nation. What? Best quarterback in the nation. I said one of the best. I didn't say the I, best. I, I, I saw. I, I thought you said the best. No, the best. I said one okay. of the best quarterbacks in the nation, and you throw nineteen times. I understand the offensive coordinator was scared because he threw a pick six on his second throw. That doesn't mean completely stop throwing the ball. This, If this dude's on, you're beating any team in the nation. Mm-hmm. One, And then you run the – all right, let's go to the box score here. <laughs> See this Gavin Freeman here? He had three rushing touchdowns? Yeah. He had th- Dylan Gabriel had three <laughs> rushing touchdowns. <laughs> we had five rushing touchdowns, not a single passing. But you decide to run the ball. All right, this is a running back right here. And then this is a wide receiver that you decide to run right up the middle. Instead of having your power running back who's ran for 6.3 yards a carry, you decide to get cute and run your run a wide receiver at running back and you fumble the ball, which costs you the game. And then I'm gonna just gonna call our offensive coordinator's name is uh, Jeff Levy. He's now known as Jet Sweep Levy. That's his new name because he likes to run this jet sweep that never works. And yeah, I'll give credit. Kansas he's came in Mac, with a good he's game a Mac plan. Canada type of offensive coordinator. Huh? Yeah, he is terrible. He, they we should have left him on the tarmac in Lawrence. But um, what were you saying, Kansas? Kansas had a good rushing offense. They. Yeah. They do some weird, they do some weird motions on their offensive line. Like half of their offensive line would motion to one side, and it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But when Oklahoma gets to play everybody off of a bye, you, know, you, know, you have a limited time to prepare. If you look at UCF, they came, played them off of a bye, then Kansas got a bye before Oklahoma. What yeah, I think hurt Oklahoma is the weather conditions. It was well, downpouring. Like, I'm not trying to shit on Oklahoma, but they were piss poor on third down efficiency. They were two for 10, BT. Yeah. Tackling was terrible. Mm-hmm. Rushing defense uh, was awful. But that could be because of the rain, and I can give them that because it's hard to tackle in the rain. But they did a good job limiting the pass. But when you have 
our our best linebacker couldn't play in the second half. And you could tell when you lose your quarterback of the defense, he's the quarterback of the defense. You're not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. he is questionable to return for Oklahoma this next week, which could change some things for me. He's doubtful with a high ankle sprain. But, I, yeah. Be, As you can tell okay. by the win probability chart here, Oklahoma should have won this game. Oh, 100%. It was 100% winnable game for Oklahoma. It's just like circumstances. They couldn't get the job done on third down, and that's going to come back and bite you in the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kansas played a good defense. Not, I mean, not an amazing <laughs> defensive game, but they did good enough to be one of the better offensive teams in the country. Um, okay. And, you know, and one, on the bright side, it, on, uh, they – Yes, Oklahoma lost to Kansas, but it's a good loss. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. And this is a ranked Kansas team. This is yeah. twenty. I think they're twenty second. Twenty third. Twenty third. Okay. Yep. And so it's uh, a good loss. I mean, it's a good. Are we gonna? Are we gonna really have the? Are we starting to have the quality loss segment of the college football rankings? This is a good quality loss to have. You're in Lawrence. It is. Um, but let me tell you, your road environments aren't gonna get much easier. The next, your next two road games, it ain't much easier. You're going to Stillwater for the last bedlam, which that is a tough place to play, and you go to BYU, which I I've never played. I've never watched Oklahoma play at BYU. I've never watched a game at BYU. Never watched no Mormons play football. No, well I did once, and they hurt Sam Bradford. Took him out for the year. <laughs> so, the Mormons. The Mormons. Um, but yeah, yeah look, um, eleven penalties. I wanted to talk about this because this is, was a Big 12 ref special. Name me one time you've ever seen a team get three personal fouls on one drive back-to-back-to-back. Back-to-back-to-back plays. This is when Oklahoma had just scored a touchdown. They've taken a lead. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I think I've seen that in a couple Iowa State games. Is This is home cooking by the officials here. Home cooking. Saved Kansas. Oklahoma had all the momentum. And then they had the three personal fouls, and they go and take the lead back on. Yeah. Well, what, what was, like, the the like penalties? What were they, like, unsportsmanlike the, conduct? Yeah, or? one was an unsportsmanlike conduct because the player didn't know that he didn't hear the whistle and he pushed down. The Kansas player flopped. Yeah, um, but if – if he like pushed the player, I I don't then, I personally I personally don't know because I didn't watch like all yeah. the game. Only and then the one was player. on Venables arguing because he said that player flopped, but he wasn't even like he didn't get as mad as you. I'm gonna say an example here. It's gonna make you mad, but you know how Matt Campbell gets when he doesn't get a flag. Yeah, he did not get as mad as that, but he got flagged for it. <laughs> and then it's it's just I don't I I personally can't. Discuss on this topic because I didn't know a lot it. of contro- and then a lot of controversial, um, I guess I'll say reviews that killed Oklahoma's momentum. One where the pl- Kansas player went up to catch the ball and it hit his hand. I don't know if I should, if you saw that one, and his foot was touching his foot was touching out of bounds, so that should have been illegal touching, but they didn't. They said he he was completely illegal to do that because the Oklahoma player touched it first. I don't know those. I don't go that much in depth and. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure. Like I said, I only watched the fourth quarter of the game, um, that last couple drives. But, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess our next segment is who is who's in? Who's in? Our BT? college football playoff. Um, who, hold on. Who is in? 
Should, should we do our predictions thing? first? Um, we can or go over this. Go over this oh, we should go over this first. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just say a couple things about the rankings here. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State should be ahead of Kansas. Oklahoma State beat Kansas. We beat we beat Oklahoma State. And you beat oh well, you haven't beat Kansas yet. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Then so we go Air Force, which I think personally should be ahead of Tulane here. Yeah. That's just me. Um, you know, I don't have any complaints about. Where this. is James Madison University? I guess yeah, but they can't make a bowl, so I don't know if they're ranking them because they can't make this a bowl. Is stupid. I know that is on the NCAA. Ever. All right. Anyways, I think Utah should be. Well, never mind. Utah. I think Utah's fine because then they yeah they lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee's in a good spot. I think Notre Dame might be a little low. I think Kansas State should be over UCLA and USC. Uh, yeah, but that all Kansas State hasn't played them. They play their meet their schedule here later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like we said, Missouri is a surprise team at twelve. I personally think Oklahoma should be over Alabama. I I personally I think Oklahoma should be ahead of Texas and Alabama. Yeah, I I have to agree with that because I mean. Texas beat Alabama. Oklahoma beat Texas. And so, they, yeah. they lost a close game to a ranked team. 100%. I think they should be seventh. And then Alabama should be nine. But the, like they were saying on the college football playoff ranking shows, it really doesn't matter because if Oklahoma runs the table, they're probably most likely in. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter how you ranked here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go to the undefeateds. I personally – I disagree with this. Which one? I think Florida State should be ahead of Michigan. I do too. I um, think they should have so just I'll, left. I'll, this is this is like the one thing I wanted to talk about. All right. So you look at quality of wins, right? Yep. Ohio State it probably deserves. Yeah, they have they have the two best wins in college football right now. Yeah, yeah. They beat Penn State and they uh, beat Notre Dame, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent agree. They should be number one. They won't be there for long, though. Um, no, inevitably. I think I don't especially know. if Georgia wins these couple games. Yes, if Georgia can beat Missouri convincingly, I think Georgia might just move up again. Yeah, Michigan. <laughs> Let's get into Michigan. Oh, Who have man. they beaten? Who have they beaten? Let's click on their schedule here. They have. They have whopping wins nobody. against East Carolina, UNLV, Whoa. who's not a UNLV is not a bad team. Yeah, but it's UNLV, dude. Like, come on. Bowling Green. Nebraska could go bowling here shortly. But like, these teams yes, are bad. Yeah. Like, you, like, the quality of wins are nothing. You know what I mean? There's but, no but, reason but, why they should – like, Florida State has played con- like considerably better teams than Michigan. They yeah. deserve to be but Michigan. You have an argument to put Washington, who's number five, I believe, over Michigan because of the quality of ones they have. You can make an argument to put Oregon. Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama over yes, Michigan. Yes, and Oregon. I or like Michigan yeah. is like they're gonna run into a good team and get killed. Like, did you hear that they might not even be allowed to be in the Big Ten championship because of the whole sign? The whole, yes, the perfect. Big Ten. So, because it, it, like the the bright side of this team is JJ McCarthy, right? He's he's a decent good quarterback, but there's no reason why Michigan deserves to be over Florida State or Washington. And you could argue, like you said, Texas and Oklahoma and in my opinion Oregon. Like those teams in yeah. my opinion, 
I'd put over Michigan right now. Yeah. But maybe maybe even Bama. Honestly, maybe even Bama. I'd understand this because they have they're undefeated, so you can't argue that you're you know what I mean. They, yeah, but like you could tell like, how they did the rankings here. You have your seven and one teams and you have your eight and no teams and yeah. But so but here's the thing. I'm gonna put it like this, all right. It's all the right. same thing with like these lower conference teams like James Madison or Air Force, all of them. Yes, they're like tw- they're twenty fifth, right? Yep. Dude, the, if they were in the big like the Big Ten, they'd be number one. Do you know yep. why they're not in the top ten or something like that? It's because the quality of wins, right? The competition. Yeah. Michigan yep. has played nobody. Yes, they've played Big Ten teams, but the the bottom of the barrel Big Ten teams. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's they're just not, like I don't they think do Michigan deserve to be in the playoffs right now. In my eyes, until they play a good team and can like prove that they are a competitive good team that will make the playoffs i will not see them as a playoff team wouldn't this be a wouldn't this be a mess if penn state goes and beats michigan and michigan beats ohio state <laughs> and then michigan can't go to the big 10 championship even though they're the <laughs> highest ranked team that would just be um that i would just feel bad for the committee would you put michigan i personally wouldn't put michigan in i personally i don't think michigan should be anywhere near college football rankings right now if you're going to cheat, going. yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't know if they have tape, you know? Maybe maybe they sent Kansas to Oklahoma tape they have. Yeah. We don't it's know. Just, it's a very, very weird situation. Hey, we can go down to the FCS rankings. Yeah, my SDSU. Let's go. Let's go. I don't have it. I, I don't Here's have that it. Idaho team we were talking about, too, number five. Yeah, number five. Hey, big game right here. Big game right here. Yeah, they suck, though. NDSU sucks. But I think yeah. I'm not – I don't overall – the only Michigan is the only problem I have with the rankings overall. Yeah. I understand why Oklahoma is not ahead of Texas and Alabama yeah. because they lost. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. It is what it is. Run the table, you're still going to be in most likely. Yeah. Drop Michigan, well, move up Florida State and Washington, I'll be happy. And Oregon. Well, yeah. Um, Do you want to can... talk about our playoff? Oh, yeah. Well, what is what is your final playoff prediction? All right. Here we go. So, going back to what I was saying earlier, the quality of wins, this is, like, the reason why I have Ohio State number one and Georgia number two. So, my first team in the playoffs is Ohio State just because of the quality of wins okay. um, against good teams, obviously. Um, and I just think that if they keep playing the way they are and Marvin Harrison keeps on playing the way he is, he's going to be a Heisman contender, which we'll talk about that later. And mm-hmm. then uh, Ohio State will be a force to reckon with. Georgia, number two, um, I'm just banking on them um, just running the table for SEC. But like we're saying, they're, they're in a tough stretch right now, so I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they get like a remember, lot. Remember Notre Dame's tough stretch they had? Mm-hmm. Where they inevitably lost the game because they you were just fatigued from playing that many ranked teams in once. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that happens to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, but yeah, Georgia number two. I got Florida State at number three. Very okay. obvious. They've had good wins. They are the team to beat in the ACC. Okay. Uh, I think they. 
Like I've been saying this the whole year. I think they steamroll the ACC. Even the I mean, ACC yeah, ACC is not good. Yeah. I, thought, I mean, Louisville, I North- Louisville, Louisville, North Carolina are good. Well, yeah. no, North Carolina just lost to Georgia Tech, dude. Hey, Georgia Tech, man, they beat Miami. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't beat Miami. Miami beat Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, four state number three, number four. I have Washington. Um, they beat a good team in Oregon. These past couple of weeks are worrying me a little bit. That's the only like thing you can hold against them is that they've played in comp- competitive games against inferior opponents. Yes, very bad teams. And then um, number, I'm just gonna my my two left out. I have Oregon. I think if Washington gets beat by a lower ranked team or like a lower team, you know, like a like. I don't know who they have left, but like if they play like a, a California and lose to them, I think Oregon jumps ahead of Washington. I think yeah. they're that close. And then number six, I have Michigan. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go with my playoff rankings here. Uh, if if I'm predicting the way the season's going to end, mm-hmm. this is going to sound a little hectic. My number one is going to be Florida State. I can see it. It's it's a realistic possibility. Or easily wins out. Easily. Yeah so, yeah. so in this situation, you have to think Florida State wins out. Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all, like, knock each other off, right? You know what I mean? Yep. Georgia, uh-huh. they, Georgia loses a game. And number two, Yeah. I'm going Oregon. I think Oregon's a better team. What? They're the hottest team in college football right now. They lost to Washington, but I think they'll be – It was a close be, game, too. Like, it I was a close it. game at mm-hmm. Washington, a tough place to play. I'm going to go Oregon number two. I'm going to go Ohio State number three. Oh, shoot. Do I do it? Do I? Oh, my God. You know how I said George is going to have a tough stretch? Yeah. Are you going to put Bama in? Texas number four. I think Georgia – my, I think Georgia loses one of these three games and then loses to Alabama, and I think Texas they have an easy road. I, I'm not going to be a biased fan. I, from what I've seen from Oklahoma the last two weeks, they're not going to be able to beat Texas again. Oh, I want to. Uh, so, I want to talk about this too. So you have Texas, uh, in. yeah. Um, and then they I, have a tough, I, they have a tough couple of games coming up too. Yeah, but. Like especially no. this week, like, and I could, like, I can realistically see them like losing a couple of these games. All right, all right. Um, can I put? Can I put Texas slash Oklahoma here? Yeah, I think I think because I'd like to believe Oklahoma can go and turn it around here. All right, hold on. I can put on the, the Texas schedule here. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at, right? So you look at their schedule, right? They play Kansas State. Kansas State's a sneaky good team, okay? I think yeah, Kansas but, State but has that's a at, that's at Austin. Yes, but they're playing without Quinn Ewers, all right? True. And yeah, you see they beat BYU, but it's BYU, dude. Like, none of the new Big 12 teams. I've looked good. They need, they need a, good you can tell they need a couple. They need a couple of years. Yeah, Texas like should have lost this game. Against Houston. Yes, yes. The refs helped them yes. win that one, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is surprising from the big top yeah. refs. But I could easily see Kansas State winning against uh, Texas. I think TCU and Texas Tech are wins. Iowa State, all right? 
This is this. The, I think this is the toughest matchup remaining for Texas. This, it's a. It's at. Isn't that okay? This game yes, will it probably is at night. It will probably be at night. Yes. And I, and Texas has a historically like bad, like past few seasons playing with, against Iowa State. Hey, and we know with the weather in Iowa right now, that could be yeah. a twenty. That could be a twenty degree game. For all we yes, know. Yes, hundred percent. And I'm like I'm an Iowa State fan. I personally. It's gonna be a really, really tough game. I don't know if we'll win, but it is definitely a game where I think Iowa State will give Texas competition and could upset Texas. Yes. yes. Um. And then Texas Tech. I mean, shit. Texas Tech. Texas Tech is bad. That's yeah. A, that's a Black Friday game. Were so. they supposed to be like top four in the Big Twelve this year? Yes, but they did have injuries. Like, t- like they're they've had like three quarterbacks again. Yeah, it's because Shug got hurt again. Again. Yeah, he, uh, he hasn't been the same since. Hasn't been the same since he played at Iowa State in that New Year's Six Bowl. But yeah, oh, I mean, with Oklahoma, I mean, you can make an argument here. Yeah, if you can turn things around against Oklahoma State, this will be easy pickings mm-hmm. for the rest of the Big Twelve. Um, yep. But I mean, this could be a tough game for Oklahoma here. BYU, the Mormons at BYU. It'll be. Probably they'll do the same thing they're doing to Iowa State. It'll be at nine eight fifteen Central Time. Oh my! They should God. be able to watch the game. Or no, wait, no, it'll be at no because it's at nine fifteen Mountain Time, right? Yeah, so it'll be like eight. It'll be ten. So ten. Wait, no, Mountain Time. I'm not. We're not good. We're from the Midwest. We just use the Middle Time, Middle Central Time, guys. Hold so on. if it starts at nine fifteen Mountain Time, hold on. We can look. We can look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait! What time does it say the game was on ESPN? Like, go, it'll start on. at nine. It'll start at nine fifteen our time. For for Iowa State, nine fifteen for our time. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they give Oklahoma that treatment, which I am not looking forward. I will stay up and watch that game, but I am not looking forward to it. <laughs> I might just pass out watching that game. Oh, Sylvie, you made a controversial take that you were done watch. You were done watching. Uh. <laughs> Iowa State football. Are you back? Uh, I've been back the last couple of weeks. You've, you've been back. You, you've been yeah. back. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it's Iowa State is playing like a complete different team. So it's just been. I guess we're kind of getting off topic with the Big Twelve here. Yeah. But I want to look. At, I want to show you Oklahoma State's schedule here. They're four and one. All right. If they beat Oklahoma here, which I don't want that to happen personally, but if they do. Look at this. Are you, are you thinking? Are you thinking they they have like a TCU type here? I mean, we'll go into that. But if they beat Oklahoma here, look at their remaining schedule. Yeah, easy, easy win. They, they, they will be. They went. They will go from losing thirty three to seven to South Alabama to being in the Big Twelve championship. Oh shit! I, I thought they were six on one. Never mind. They're, they're not making the playoffs. No, they won't make the. They won't make the playoffs. But they could win the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah, and they're led by well, Ollie State, Gordon. Oh, what Oklahoma State fans are saying: the reincarnation of Barry Sanders. We'll yeah, Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll go into Oklahoma. We already went into that, so I guess uh, we will go into the playoff. Well, no, we're on the Heisman. Heisman, right? Yes. This is the most open race I have. This is the most oh, open hold on, Heisman. Hold on. We, 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 we got a text message in. 
We forgot about a significant Georgia quarterback. Matthew Stafford. Okay, no, I, okay. I I knew he went to Georgia. I I'm not saying but like he. You said you asked the last good quarterback. We forgot about Matthew last Stafford. Good, yes, but like he's been in the league for like ten years. 2009, he got drafted, right? 2000, no. Wait, was he seven? Tw- like 14 years ago, BT. I guess that is. That is. Like I'm saying, we, like in the we were six years, years old. Right? It's like Wait, it's no. like it's like the Alabama, right? Yes, there's been good quarterbacks, but remember Jake Coker, right? Yeah. Uh, AJ McCarron. Oh my God! Oh, what's that? Blake Barnett, right? Blake, Blake Barnett. Barnett. Yes. <laughs> and then there's a there's a there's another one. He was black. I forgot his Dalen name. Dalen Hurts. No. Oh, what is his name? Oh I my! I know. Oh, wasn't Simpson? Was it? Yeah. No wait. Alabama quarterbacks. Blake Simpson. That's what I like. No, it wasn't Blake Simpson. Ty Simpson. No, that's a that's a court quarterback they have. Well, Stewie does research. We'll go I'll go into my Heisman. Um, I think the Heisman is the most wide open it's been in years at this point of the season. I don't Blake Sims? Blake Sims, that's his name. But um but going back, I think this is the most open Heisman race we've had this far into the season. I really I don't think I yeah. I don't even know who's gonna win. I don't either. I think that I think the safe bet right now is Michael Penix, or Bonix. Like Bonix, yeah, Michael Penix and Bonix. It's really close. Hundred, really, really closest, close. closest Heisman race I can remember. I think Dylan Gabriel's out. Yeah. You got Caleb Williams probably out. Yeah. Now hear me out. This might sound crazy, but. Ollie Gordon. Dude, let's get into our rankings. Let's the say rankings. I we'll get into this. I I because I just ranked three because that's all I could think of right now. Okay, so Penix, Bonix. I have Bonix, Penix, Ollie Gordon. Okay, so did you not have? Is that the only ones you had? Yeah. Okay, so I have I I have continued to do five high like Heisman yeah. finalists. So number one, Michael Penix. Obviously, he's probably the safe bet. Front yeah. runner right now, just barely. Um, Bonex number two. I think yeah. he's arguably him and Penix are like this close. Yeah, they they're thin. Yeah, number three, I have Jaden Daniels. He's having he's having a okay. sneaky good season. I, I did forget about Jalen Daniels. Um, he's a little bit underrated in my opinion. Yeah, right but now. If, if if LSU loses to Alabama, are you going to give the Heisman to a three loss? This is right now, okay, BT. Right now, this okay, okay. High, right now, all right. Hypothetical. We're talking end of the season, like number four, Ollie Gordon. Dude, he's unreal. He's playing out of his mind right now. He's having a Melvin but, Gordon. But I will say, we don't know much about him. He hasn't played good teams. He's playing Iowa State. <laughs> what did he do against Iowa State? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, if he goes and performs 200 yards against Oklahoma and he carries Oklahoma State to a victory, I will give him all his props. I think he should be number one in the Heisman at that point. He played 121 yards against Iowa State. <laughs> Which isn't – that's not a – it's an okay running back stat. If, yeah, he's, well, we'll he's a good running back. If he, if he goes and dominates Oklahoma, I will give him – I will move him up to number one in Heisman. If he goes does two if he does what he did last week at 250 yards, four touchdowns, I'll 
Yeah, I'll give him his props, Flowers. He's he's playing really good right now. He's playing he's the best running back in all of college football right now. Yeah. All right, you very, said you have more? One more? Uh, one more. I, I also have an honorable mention. So my number five is Marvin Harrison. I think okay, that's fair. I he's having that amazing season. He keeps putting up the stats he is going to do. He's going to be – he's going to be – he's going to New York, in my opinion, York, if he keeps it up. City. New York City. Yeah, New York City. And then my honorable mention is uh, J.J. McCarthy. Um, yeah. He's playing, against, he's playing against bad teams. You really give the Heisman to a cheater? No, but you got you got to put him in there. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could argue that. Well, that's our that's our Heisman ranking. So we're gonna move on to the to our NFL segment here. Um, you you predicted this, Doobie. You predicted yes, sir. Um, we'll go to you the go, so uh, y'all that don't know. I think was um, wasn't this episode three? I think it was episode three. Episode. Oh, it would have been. I I said I wouldn't be surprised if they lost one of these next three games. Yes. So, so yes. that would have been two episode three. Yep. So if you go back to episode three, Stewie says he thinks he. Yeah, because I re- I remember because I I picked the Chiefs to win over the Broncos, but I said that I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs lose one of these next three games. Yes. The stretch, and then they lo- they they look terrible. Against the Denver Broncos. This was the worst game in the Mahomes era, in my opinion. As I made a pun here, Chiefs got swiftly kicked in the ass. <laughs> yes. Um, kind of funny. This was Taylor Swift's. This was her first game since Dayton Travis Kelsey that she wasn't at the game. I think it was a second one. I think she missed another one. But wow. yeah, this was like, yeah. But Patrick Mahomes also where it was. They were he was having a flu game. And, yeah, but yeah. but I was listening. I was watching the podcast earlier with uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, yeah. the New Heights podcast, and Travis Kelsey even said that like Patrick Mahomes, it'll take him like a truck to hit him or whatever to stop him from playing a game. Yeah, he played it. That's on him. I like, I, mean, I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you got the shits. You play as like honestly. Would would anybody else have done better? I mean, done better than him. At that point, I don't know, but like it's Pat Mahomes, he is a higher standard, right? Yeah. Um, I also want to give credit to Russell Wilson. I, Russell Wilson is having a very, very good season, underrated season, just be like it's not being pointed out because of how bad the Broncos are. But go to Russell Wilson's stats real quick. I will go to Russell Wilson. Look at that. He he's not that bad. He isn't. That's a, that is a even though his his QBR is really low. That is yes, but that is a four to one interception or touchdown to interception ratio. Yes, he's having a silently good season, but he's having a better season than much like majority of other quarterbacks in the league. Compare his stats to Mahomes' stats real quick. All right, let's go back to Mahomes. Mahomes. Look at that. Mahomes leads the leads the league in interceptions, right? Russell Wilson, besides passing yards, has a better stats than Pat Mahomes in QBR. All, I, all I'm upset is Russell Wilson's not throwing to Marvin Mims. The Broncos are just Broncos. Yeah, but the like, offense. This goes he has back. two came to play. 
PS2 this, came to play. Yeah, this goes back to a NFL. Dick Rice Mahomes. Yep, the refs, and well, of course, everybody's gonna whenever, and then you see all the clowns on Twitter when the Chiefs lose. I mean, that's that's the side effects when you when you ride Mahomes like that, especially with the NFL. Um, the yep. next game we will be talking about. Um, we will go here, and there you go. Um, the Bengals beat the 49ers. Yes. Brock Purdy Joe Burrow another... actually. Joe Burrow yeah. actually played a Joe Burrow type game. So yes. give him he did, he did it. He did his at his yearly first three game struggle, then turns around and uh performs really well. But um mm-hmm. Brock Purdy. He had another two interceptions. All right. All right. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how those interceptions were. I guess I don't I, I didn't watch it either. Um one, I He's coming off less than a week. So I think it was six days. Um, he was in the concussion protocol. Yeah, right? we, we thought he and wasn't going to play. Should, we we, he he, not, we he said he played. wasn't going to play. We, we predicted that way too early. Play. He should not have played. CT. He's, he's already has CT. And then he got sacked, right? I think he got yeah. sacked or he, got, he threw the ball and he got tackled, brought down by the defender. He His head hit like this. The ground and he just grabs his head, right? Yeah. I do. I personally do not. I would not want the NFL to have to deal with like another Tua situation. But yes, he may have thrown two picks. But look at his stats, right? I think he had like three hundred and sixty something yards. He led the yeah. league. He led the team in rushing yards. Like he didn't have a good game. He he was efficient, right? He was very efficient. Russell Wilson has better stats than him. By the way, yes. I, I know we I know we like to look. We were looking at Mahomes. Yeah, I, and I'm not I'm not saying that he doesn't like. I'm not comparing him, but like, you can't hate on Brock for like playing a, less than a week off of a concussion and still playing efficient, but with two turnovers. Right? Like, people forget he's only tw- he's 23 years old. 23. Like. And if you look at the I, 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 I understand, right? People like hyping up Brock Purdy, but like you, you have to remember, like he is the last pick in the draft. He's very young. Like, I don't see people hating on fucking Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. Bryce Young's in a bad situation, but he's playing horrible. Like, there are good quarterbacks playing horrible that aren't getting shit. It's just because of the media attention Brock Purdy has gotten and received is the reason why people are hating on him, right? This is my yeah. this is my opinion. Yeah, so, so – um, like, Now, if Brock Purdy continues to play bad, like progressively bad and bad, then yes, you know, it's valid arguments and stuff like that. But, like, three games, all good teams have, like, have – these type of games and stretches. But, like, you look at the losses. Bengals could be a playoff team. Browns are probably going to be a playoff team. The Vikings, it was just a horrible loss. Their defense choked on that. Gave yeah. up. They only scored 17 on the on their three losses. Mm-hmm. Undefeated when they score 30-plus. When they don't score 30, they lose. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but we can look at our future schedule here. This will yeah, go perfectly. This will go perfectly with our trade and then our next segment here, the trade deadline. Yeah. 49ers got one of the best players. I wanted the Texans to trade for. They didn't. Uh, they got Young. they got Chase Young, which will be really good. They, I honestly don't know how they do it. I I don't. With all I, the money they have built into that team, and they trade for a number two overall, the former number two overall pick from three years ago, who's still on yeah. a rookie contract. And for those of you who don't know, the higher you get drafted, the more money you get. Yeah. You get. And I'm pretty sure like the number two pick ranges like pay pays from like 19 to 20, I think, 22 yeah. a year. I guess it helps when you're only paying your quarterback a seventh round. Yeah, <laughs> like 700K. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you look at their schedule, they have a tough couple games here. I'm not going to count the Buccaneers, uh, but you got the Jags. The Jags, Jags on a hot streak. Yep. Seahawks, Seahawks, hot streak. hot streak. Tough place to play at in Seattle, too. Eagles, or Eagles, Eagles at Eagles mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, Seahawks. tough place to play. Seahawks. I mean, you could argue, yeah. Then Seahawks again. You can argue there's four losses there. Yes. If they They're do not turn off teams. Yes, they are all playoff teams. They could be six and they could be six and seven after these next five games. Yeah. I, I I think it all depends on how Brock plays and if they get healthy. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But Jake Moody said their highest second highest pick. But Sell yeah. Up. Um, yeah, so 49ers, uh, you know, any more big trades that happen? I can't, I don't, I don't, I lost the list. I had the list saved. Uh, Montez went to the Bears, yes. Uh, Montez, what the commanders were just selling the so they traded, I think, a third or second for Montez Sweat. Um, I think it was a second round pick for Montez Sweat. Yeah, but I I really I feel bad for my, I mean he's not going to do really. Uh, he's not going to turn the Bears around. I really don't no, think. No, but I mean he's in that situation. It's not like he wanted the fuck out of Washington. So yeah. But like yeah. I also want to say this about Washington. Sam Howell has been playing good. Yeah. Like he played incredible against the Eagles. Like you go to his stats against the Eagles, but he like was played amazing. Yeah, four touchdowns, one interception, four hundred yards. Yeah, he has played really good. I think I I don't know what. Dude, look at look who their backup quarterback is. Jacoby Brissett. Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. Speak of the devil. We were talking about. Speak him. of the devil. Speak of the devil. Um, but yeah, I mean, Commanders. I I think they're going full rebuild. They're under they're under the new owner, Magic Johnson, new owner. Um, but yeah, uh, I think one more thing that was. Breaking news, I guess. Um, Raiders. No, we're going to talk about Kirk Cousins first. Oh, under Kirk Josh, Josh Dobbs trade. Yep. Former Steelers quarterback, former <clears throat> Steelers, Jags, Tigers. He's, doing, he's, doing spe- he's doing a speed run of Ryan Fitzpatrick's yeah. career. Yeah. But they yeah. trade for – For those of you who don't know, the, we drafted Josh Dobbs of the Tennessee in uh, – yep. tw- I think it was like th- in the middle 20 – like 2017 – uh, yeah, because I remember he played against Oklahoma. Um, we drafted him in the fifth, I think, fifth round. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Pittsburgh for, I think, four years. Then he went to the Jags. I think we traded him to the Jags, actually, when they had Blake Bortles. Yeah, then they then the Jags cut him. Cut him. Then he went to Tennessee. No, no didn't he go no, to No, he Browns? went to the Browns. He went to the Browns. Browns, Tennessee. And then he went to Tennessee. Then he went back to the Browns. 
He, he, he the Tennessee signed. put him on the practice squad. He went to the Browns. His contract expired. Yep. And he went to then he went to the Cardinals, and then now he is traded to the Vikings. And mm-hmm. after I know he's not starting this week, but I think he'll be the starter coming into this Saints game. I, right I here. think it all depends on how Jared Hall plays. Yeah, but the I, rookie I, out of BYU. Uh, BYU. It just depends on how he plays. Yeah, just BYU quarterbacks. Yeah, but I. Unless unless the Vikings are going full tank here, which would not surprise me because I don't I I personally don't think Kirk Cousins I, is coming back. I do think he's coming back. You do think? You don't think they're going yeah. tank here? That team loves Kirk Cousins. Like everyone on that that team was crying. There's players in the locker room that were bawling their eyes out according to some reports. And Justin Jefferson even said that he wants Kirk back next season. And Justin Jefferson is your franchise player, right? Yeah, like, but you think Justin Jefferson will be complaining if he gets Drake May or Caleb Williams thrown to him for his next? 10 he years? said he personally said. I think the Vikings are going to be too good. They're in a weak. But this is but this is a deep quarterback Vikings. class, so they could. I think personally they need to draft another quarterback. Yeah, well, it's here's fine. the thing, right? Like they're, I have to say, I don't think they're going to draft like Drake May or Caleb no. Williams, right? They can get a Quinn Ewers to sit around behind next, him. Those next tier quarterbacks, right? Like yeah. Shadour, if he goes. Quinn, J.J. McCarthy, Panics maybe, depending on like – It depends on how they want to run their offense in the future. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he can get that Aaron Rodgers surgery and come back. <laughs> You're always saying that. <laughs> like this is what, what, was, what we were talking about next last week, right? I said, yeah. how does this like A-Rod, like his surgery – like you see he was throwing the ball. He was making QB like – Yeah, he might, he might return before the playoffs. Yeah, he was doing dropbacks pre-game. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, it's crazy. Yeah, and we have breaking news. We have our first NFL coach firing. Yeah, Josh McDaniels well, is they, out. They, they 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 cleared house. They fired their head coach, offensive coordinator, GM. Yes. I think their defensive coach is their head coach now. Interim head coach. I think yeah. his name's like he's like he was a former linebacker. He was yeah. a former Pro Bowler. That was. Did you see the joke that they made that Josh McDaniels dressed up as as the Raiders owner for Halloween? And I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it was true. I think it might have been a joke. But he. But then they. Then the Raiders owner took him to a nice Chinese restaurant and gave him a fortune cookie that said "You're fired" or something. Oh my gosh! I don't know if it was true. It was actually pretty funny, but. Raiders are first to fire the head coach. I think there will be a lot more to come in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, they also they also decided to uh, bench veteran quarterback Jim Garoppolo for rookie quarterback uh, Purdue and, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, I think um, they're going full tank. I, I, I yeah. honestly, honestly, like this Jimmy G. If they if this was like if they did this before the trade deadline, I think Jimmy G. could have gone to the Vikings. Yeah, but no, but Aiden O'Connell going back to Aiden O'Connell. I think he's okay. He was he was decent at Purdue. Um, but, I don't think he's anything special by any means. No, I, mean, I think I be. think this this will be their tanking to start. Yeah, Drake May. I per, they're in a perfect position to get Drake May or something like that. I like I think it is a realistic shot. I think the Bears. I don't think they're gonna. They have the second overall pick and third overall pick right now, right? Yeah. I think realistically, I think they trade one of those picks for more draft capital or players. You think they trade number one? If they get number one, if they trade it to the Raiders, you think the Raiders are a team that can trade up to number one? Yeah, I think. I do not think they're the Bears are taking a quarterback. 
Yeah, no. I, I would, might, I would say might, with Justin they Fields. Might, they might. They might. Well, but like, I, I personally, I would say with Justin Fields. I, I don't know. But I don't think they're keeping both top three picks. I, I think they're going to no. trade one to a team that needs a quarterback. And Raiders are a team that I could see doing. I could also see the up. Patriots doing that as well. Patriots. Raiders. Uh, Raiders, yep. Would you say the Cardinals? No, I, they're sticking with Kyler. Yeah. They, they, they just gave him the payday. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else we're doing. Oh, maybe the Packers. They are not impressed with Jordan Love, but I don't think no. they'll trade up. I don't think they'll, they'll trade up by any means. Um, I could see... We can look at the NFL teams here. Let's go. Let's go over the divisions here. I don't think maybe the, we already said the Patriots in the AFC East. I think your I think, AFC North is perfectly fine here. I think I think those teams that we mentioned previously are the only ones. Yeah, um, these are perfectly Tennessee, fine. Tennessee, with the way they saw Will Levis play yeah. last week, the, I think this is a, this is this could be a good division with all the rookie quarterbacks they have. Yes, it's gonna be the performing. next. It's gonna be like the next AFC North, NFC East type division, yeah. in my opinion. Then. I could see the Broncos. I don't, think, no, I don't think they will. Especially how Russell's playing this year. I don't think they will. You said the Raiders. No. I, 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 I Maybe know. one of these teams. Maybe the Buccaneers. Maybe the Saints. Uh, uh, Saints but the Saints I, card. Think, I think the the teams that we named are the only teams yeah. that have now. Really that, need a, that have a serious need at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, um, Devonte yeah. Adams. I don't think is happy. Um, no, I think Devonte Adams will be gone eventually. Mm-hmm. All right, if, this is a bad situation. Wait, this could all this could all go back. Remember when they fired their interim coach? They shouldn't have fired. Yeah, into that. It, it, oh, it, I forgot his name. What was his name? I <sighs> Shit, I gotta figure it out. Hold on. But yeah. One name to look out for for this, if they want to trade up for Caleb Williams. We were speaking about this before the podcast. Maybe Lincoln Riley might be a name for this job. That is just a thought. I'm not going to confirm or deny I anything. Also, I also want to say this. Um, there's been rumors that if the Bears fire their coach, that uh, Harbaugh might go because he, he played in Chicago, remember? Yes, yeah. But, so I think, yeah, I think I think Lincoln Riley and John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, not John, will be the next two college coaches to leave for the NFL. Who do you think will be the Raiders head coach? If you had to put out a short list or just one name, just give me a name. Hmm. Tough, isn't uh, it? Uh, I got a good one. Eric Bieniemy, Washington Commanders offensive coordinator. I know, but he has been passed up on so many jobs. But he he's the one who's been passing them up, though. He could have easily gotten them. Why would you want to go to the Raiders, though? It's the same thing. Like, why the why the hell would you want to go to like, uh? Texans, you know what I mean? This is like hey, he turned around. He had the vision. Yes, I'm saying, but I'm giving an example. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But 
He also D'Amico Ryan was also. He was also a Texan. He played for them. Um, uh, Rick Rich Bisasia, I think his name. Yeah. But, yeah, so we'll move on to the next topic here. We're going to talk about NBA Roundup. We have a couple topics here. Um, we'll talk about first the big trade. We have the James Harden trade with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The clip he didn't play. I think he had his introduction press conference today. He did He's not play. Monday. Monday. Monday is his first game. The Clippers. I'm not sold on this fit. I'm really not. I, okay, this is a this year type thing. All right. Yeah. He's, this his contract. His contract is up after this year. To compare so this to an NFL, I think this is this is a perfect example of when the Rams traded for Matthew Stafford and they won the Super Bowl. That yeah, year. yeah, 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 yeah. I They're going all in for this year because mm-hmm. isn't Kawhi a free agent this year too? No. No. Oh, he's, this is a very weak free agency class. Like the top name is James Harden. I'm pretty sure. Oh. So I mean, the they 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 honestly fleeced. I'm not gonna say fleeced. They got like Seventy Sixers got a draft pick and um, they got some role players. They got some role players, but like, but James Harden wanted out so bad. Nothing, yeah, nothing compared to what you could have gotten. Like you could tell it was a desperation move. I guess we can say we can word it that way. It was a desperation move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally Um, think. Uh, just, what do you what do you think? Do you think what do you think of this Clippers team now? I don't think this is a good fit. I really don't. You have three players that are very injury prone over these last couple of years. I honestly I, I like it. Um if they all can stay healthy, I'll give it to them. This is a good team. Well, are, here's the thing. Off. So you don't have to worry. So now that you got a, a number one, arguably number one scoring option, you don't have to worry about Kawhi and PG like yeah. trying to do like everything. It gives like good ball rotation because Kawhi. I don't think Kawhi cares about points. I think he just cares about like winning and you know playing good defense. PG is obviously going to get you like 18 points a game, 20 points a game, and then you got Russ that role that good. Point guard, all around point guard. So I like the fit. I like the the trade personally. Yeah. Um, uh, what was our next segment? Uh, How about you? Do you like it? I I said it was okay. I mean, I I have to see these players stay healthy. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go instead of talking about what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna go to the NBA standings here, and we are gonna talk about. I want to talk about one team in particular here. The Grizzlies? Grizzlies, they're 0-5. Yep. This was the number two seed in the NBA Western Conference last year. Yep. To be fair, to be fair. Is John Morant that big of a player? Well, here's the thing. You have John Morant. He's suspended 25 games, but you also have Steven Adams, who was kind of their backbone center. He's out for the season. Um, Yes, they're not playing good by any means. Um. But I mean, it's early in the season. Zero and five is not ideal. Could you imagine this team gets a like top lottery pick? That's crazy. Oh my god. Um, no oh reason why they should have lost against the Jazz. Yeah. No, absolutely no reason they. We can look. Lost. We can look at their schedule. We can pull up their schedule here. Yeah, pull it up. Wizards. 
unacceptable loss. Yeah. Jazz, unacceptable. Trailblazers, unacceptable. Really. Those are. The oh wait, they have lost. The, the only good losses, the only losses that are justifiable in my opinion, are the Mavs, Nuggets, and Pelicans. Speaking of the Mavs, quietly, quietly four zero. Yeah. Yep. We I were think, both. We were yeah. both very low on this team. We were. We were. I think the part of this is that Luke is playing out of his mind. Like, honestly, right, like look at his stats. Look at this. <laughs> Thirty. Let's pull him up. Let's pull him up. <laughs> 40, 10, and I think 30, like 34, 30, 10, 10, and 10. Yes. Like, what? This, we should have, I should have put this dude for MVP. I did not. I was, did I, I say he was going to win MVP? You know, and they have a really honest. good, oh, let's see, where is he at? I put Giannis, damn it. No, but Derek Lively—he has, has been playing really. Yes, yep. he clamped him up on that fantasy. first game. That first game, he clamped on Lamby. Like, look, look at his stats. The first game, I think he had ten. I think he had a double double. Ten, didn't he have that sick dunk too? Yeah, the, the putback end? dunk. Yeah, yep. ten, 16, 10, 16. and one. Yeah, but I mean, he's good. Derek Lively could be the seal of the draft. He was very good at Duke. I think he's yeah. He went to Duke. He was very good um, at Duke. Yeah, but really, I. I don't want to buy too much stock into these four games. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, this, this next are, game, this next game, I, dude, I'm not okay, gonna be able and, to watch and, it. Uh, this was actually, um, this was actually my NBA look ahead game. Oh well, I guess we'll save we'll save this game for later. Yep. And, um, yeah, I mean, really, that's really about all. It. It's only a weekend, so we don't have a lot of storyline. But the Heat, the Heat are also struggling. They're one and four. Yeah, they lost some of their role players to. Uh, I think one went to LA, and yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Strews, this. Strews, Cleveland. Yes, I mean they played a lot of good teams too. So I'm not gonna. I mean these the Tyler four Hero, teams, Look at look at Tyler Hero stats. Tyler Hero, twenty six point two points per game. He's averaging 35 points in those last five games. 35? Oh, well, there he scored 30. Or something like that. He's averaging like 30, I think, in those yeah. last five games. But, but he's, he's playing really good. Mind. And he's playing on good efficiency. Yeah, good efficiency too. But Tyler, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with the Heat. Like we said, this could be early on. Uh, peep, we'll, the, we'll... Peep, peep the number four seed right now, please. The, the Indiana Pace. Oh, dude, every team is two and two besides <laughs> the Celtics. <laughs> hey, I mean, I really don't think the standings are going to stay this way. No offense. Yeah. And it's like we said, we'll talk, we'll go more in depth next week when we have two weeks of play because mm-hmm. you could just be hot right now. Like, look at the Suns, yeah. two and two. Yeah. They've been playing without D Book and Bradley Beal, too. So, yeah. I think they Lakers, need one of those. Lakers two players. big win last night. Yeah. First time, what? I think it was 14 games that we beat the Clippers 16. for the first time? 16. Hmm, embarrassing. But we're showing who's the real daddy of L.A. right now. <laughs> dude, that, Lebr- that LeBron alley-oop dunk last night with yeah. Austin Reeves, dude, that yeah. was sick. Mm-hmm. I was asleep, but I got to watch the highlights of Austin Reeves. If you notice the tre- trend about the Lakers, they're playing good right now. I think a big contributor to that is a little 
little guy named uh, D'Angelo Russell. I'm sorry, D'Angelo. I, 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 I slandered you on the podcast last week. Maybe you heard me. Um, but, yeah, D'Angelo is 27. He, look at that, 19-3-7. He's, he's coming yep. back. Maybe, it's, maybe he's just cursed at Denver when he's playing at Denver. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, my let's let let's look at my boy here. Oof. Eleven. Hey, that's not bad. Eleven. Look at his efficiency. Okay, you know, at, at, we're four games into the season. Efficiency eventually turns at the it's end. Giving of the me THT vibes. It's okay. And THC is having a better season. Uh, we we, can, we can't show the highlights of him. You can see the little highlights of him snapping an ankle over there, but we can't yeah. really show. But yeah, that'll uh, recap our NBA, NBA talking points. Recap. Yep. Uh, let's just move on to. We're gonna talk about NCAA basketball. Rest, NCAA uh, basketball. Before I say anything, before I say anything, uh, big uh, rest in peace to Bob. Hall yes, Knight. rest in peace to Bob Knight. Knight. He passed away last night. Um, Many, yeah. Legendary Indiana head coach. The famous – wasn't yeah. he the one who threw the – Yeah, he's the one that threw the chair on Yes, that. yes. Yes. Uh, big RIP to him. Legendary yeah. head coach. Arguably one of the greatest coaches of, uh, of all time. So we're just going to – we're just going to – there's too many teams for us to preview in the podcast here. So we're just going to preview our two our two favorite teams. Suey's is Iowa State, of course, and mine is uh, – Oklahoma. I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> I just heard raindrops on my headset. Anyways, um, so uh, you can go ahead. You want to recap? You want to go? I'll go over Oklahoma first. Um, Oklahoma is coming off a disappointing, uh, disappointing season last year. Um, I mean, it's a tough Big Twelve. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to pull them up here. But I think Oklahoma's got some good got some good transfer portal. Uh got some good transfer portal people in. There you go. Perfect. Um so we can go over their schedule here. Um Central Michigan, this should be a win. Mississippi Valley State win. Mm-hmm. Texas State win. Mm-hmm. UT Rio Grande Valley win. Probably the first tough opponent, Iowa. I don't. I don't know if I was tough. I really haven't paid too much attention to the program. They really lost their best player last year, so I. You can argue a win, but this is a this is a question mark. So, got mm-hmm. yeah, Providence. Arkansas, I, Pine Bluff, yeah. Arkansas, that'll be a tough. That that's like a new. They're playing that in Tulsa at the. I don't know what the the BOK Arena. I think. Hey, first Big Twelve. We're, we're just going to Big Twelve because we North Carolina will be a good game too. I see two losses here, two to two or three losses. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think that like is, a Sam Houston State type game. Don't even get me started with that, dude. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you lose, if you lose three and you win one of these four big games, you're in a good spot to be in the tournament mm-hmm. as long as you still continue it into Big Twelve play be here. Compet- be competitive during, in Big Twelve, yes. Yeah, we'll start here. Home court opening night. You play home court against Iowa State. That could be. Iowa State could be ranked team, right? Mm-hmm. By then, mm-hmm. that could yeah, be a big statement win in Norman. TCU, I don't know. Do they have anybody back from their last year team? 
I don't know. <laughs> like it's too hard to re- it's too hard to preview. So I think if you can split one of these two games here, you're in a good spot. The TCU and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Playing in Lawrence. This is like the reverse of the Oklahoma Kansas football game. Oklahoma hasn't won in Lawrence since 1980 something. To be fair, most teams haven't won in Lawrence. I yeah. think the, like the teams that I, I think of immediately is Iowa State, how they beat them in 2016, 2017. At, yeah. In, uh, Lawrence. The closest Oklahoma's ever came was the Buddy Heald year when it went to three overtimes. That was when it was number one versus number one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it'll be a tough thing. I don't. I don't think Oklahoma wins this. So we'll just put them at one and two here. West Virginia. West Virginia. Not, they'll beat West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, that'll be two and two. Cincinnati. I don't know. New, new head about. coach. Cincinnati winning in Cincinnati. Three and, three and two. This Texas game. I think you'll split a Texas. Because I don't know anything about Texas either. Texas. So. The only players I know about Texas is Max Abmus and uh, Tyrese Hunter. I guess yeah. So I, if you split Texas here, you win here. You're four and two. Texas Tech, they have the whole new head. They have a new head coach, right? Mm. Be, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, is Texas Tech supposed to be good? I think they're supposed to be decent, middle of the pack. If you win here because you're at home, that'll get you at five and two. Kansas State, that's a tough. That's a tough place to play. Oklahoma struggled yeah. in Manhattan. Well, Kansas State's good too. So yeah. So I'll give Oklahoma five and three. UCF It'll and BYU. BYU, I don't know anything about. They're always a good, uh, good team. Yeah, um, but this is Big Twelve play, so mm-hmm. I'll give them what. I'm but they're usually the, they're usually the type of team that beats Gonzaga. So yeah, so I'll give them seven and three here. Oklahoma State, you'll split. So mm-hmm. I'll say Oklahoma seven and four. Baylor, you'll lose. I want to so seven and five. I. You know how much I want to pick this, Stu. I want to. I want Oklahoma to beat Kansas at least one more time before. I think this is your best shot all year. Mm-hmm. So, I'll go eight and five here. Then Oklahoma I have. It's not I'll have them nine and five. I might be going to this game if Oklahoma's trending the way that they are. Because mm-hmm. Iowa State in names. But I'm I think going Oklahoma to the game loses. A week before that. Nine and six, Oklahoma loses to Houston. Nine and seven, ten and seven, ten and eight. I think if you go ten and eight or nine and nine, or even, or even, eight. Well, and you've 10, seen you've seen teams that have below five hundred record. Yeah, I think uh, Oklahoma, if they can do how we're expecting them to do, I think they'll be in. Yeah, but I think that's like a common norm with all the Big Twelve teams. Yeah, I mean, so a couple. We'll go into Iowa State here. Stewie's team. All right, Iowa State. So, what's, the, what's looking out to you in this non? Wow, what a non-conference. First, I want to talk about our team. Right, we had a very good year for transfers. We got four or five really good uh, transfers. We got shooting. Most importantly, we got shooting, buddy. We got three-point shooting. We're not going to be shooting no ten percent from three again. Jesus. Um, we got good transfers. We. In my opinion, are one of the deepest teams in the Big 12. BT, we have a four-star and what would have been a five-star, but he reclassified to 2023, redshirting. Oh we have a seven-foot center who can shoot threes. Is he red-shirting? redshirting? Yeah. JT Rock. Oh, not Omaha. I thought Omaha. Yeah, Omaha. No, JT Rock, seven-foot. Jelani Hamilton, he's like six seven. He's a good small four shooting guard. He's redshirting. We are an incredibly deep team. 
Omaha Ballou, in my opinion, is one of the best defensive players in college basketball. Um, and my, in my opinion, he could easily be a top 10 pick, depending on how you look at it. Um, the only question is going to be how good we are offensively. We're going to be one of the best defensive teams in the country get once again, but it's just all offense and how we do. Yep. But I, my opinion, we are going to have a really good year. I think we will be a top four team in the Big 12 this year. Final four team? Um, what's your ceiling? What's your ceiling? I guess I'll go into my ceiling for Oklahoma since I didn't do that. I think my ceiling, you have a sweet 16 appearance. That's if everything perfectly goes right. I think this team – I mean, Oklahoma struggled in the Big 12. They're not a basketball power. But I think next year when they get into the SEC, they'll they're kind of transform up in basketball. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. have a newer, they have a new arena coming in soon. And mm-hmm. so I think that Oklahoma's just got to get out of the Big 12. Yeah. But, um, so I'll go the ceiling is Sweet 16, your floor, not in the tournament. You're not in any NIT, tournament. NIT. I don't even think they changed the NIT rules, also. How many teams make it? They just said that. Uh, I, I don't know if they changed the amount. Of, they didn't change the amount of teams, but like the like conference winners, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they are, they aren't guaranteed to make it in. You know what I mean? Wait, so conference winners aren't guaranteed to make the NCAA tournament anymore? No, like the like regular season conference winners. Oh, so they, okay. let's just say like let's just say like um. What's an example? South Dakota, South Dakota State, right? It's a perfect example. Yeah. They win their regular season conference. Oh, they get an automatic even if they don't win their tournament. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Like, that. But th- in this case, like in the new rule, you're not guaranteed to automatically make the NIT just because you won your regular season. Oh, okay. I understand. But, so my f- my uh, ceiling for Iowa State, I think, is like you said, I think it's Elite Eight. I'm going to stay uh, humble. I definitely think that there, there's a chance. It's college basketball; anything can happen. I mean, shit. Yeah, they could even they could even make Florida. a Final Four run. Yes, Florida Atlantic made the Final Four last year. Yeah, like anything can happen. I definitely think the ceiling. I think is Elite Eight, uh, Four. I think is uh, eleven seed, ten seed. So they don't have they don't have as wide as a gap as Oklahoma does. No, I, I well I because you you know we, you have you know the main court. That's the problem with Oklahoma. They, they have changed cores the last three different years. It's a new group oh, yeah. of players. Yeah, and like it's just the uh, we're we we're getting a lot of transfers, a lot of experienced players. And Iowa State historically has good like good reputation with those players. We historically don't have good like good seasons when we have like new young players with no experience. The two and twenty two season. Yeah. But yeah, I hundred percent think we are going to be really good competing for the Big Twelve championship and making a hopeful run in the tournament. Yeah, next podcast we'll be we'll be talking about our team's first games. Yes, sir. If you scroll down to the February seventeenth game against Texas Tech, I will be going to that game. You're going to this one right here. Yes, sir. First, first Ames basketball game. Hey. I, I'll go to my first Ames basketball game if, as long I might not go if Oklahoma is struggling. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I might just be done with it. Where get your tickets but, now? Because they're how much to buy them on the resale? Oh, they could get expensive, but hey, it's a, it's around my birthday, so I'll have the, I'll have the birthday money coming in, huh? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm going to the game for my birthday. So 
I guess um we so what was your college football game you were recapping? Or we're previewing, not recapping. One of my classes got canceled. Which one was it? Law enforcement. Let's go! I don't have to get up tomorrow early. <laughs> All right, what what game what game are you previewing? Okay, I am previewing. Number five, Washington versus number 20, USC. All right. So the reason why I wanted to preview this game is we were talking about it earlier, right? Washington struggles against these bad teams, but they beat teams like Oregon, right? Yep. I think this is a very important game. I think if Washington can prove that they can beat a USC team, like beat a good team, then you really don't have much questions, right? But if you lose, I think it hinders them a lot. It hinders the Pac-12 a lot. Yes. Um, this was my lot, look at a game. I think Penix, this is going to be a make or break for him. If, yes, this, this if, could be if, a high game if Washington, if Washington loses, if Penix has a bad game, I don't think he – I mean, he could I, win Heisman, but I think it, it, it hurts him a lot. It depends on what happens this week, the rest of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like this is a very important game, very important college football playoff game, Pac-12 game. Just football in general game, you know what I mean. What I'm gonna be what what I'll be watching for in this game is Washington's defense. I know I know Washington will be able to score points on the USC defense. I've seen yeah. other teams do it, but I want to see how if, they how they compete with a high caliber quarterback. Yes, I, yes, with with a good quarterback like Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And this is they're not gonna be at home. This will be I'm I'm sure a bumping crowd, even though USC doesn't get a lot of fans, but it's a night game. This could be a bumping crowd. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you just look at the results for both teams. These are teams that are struggling. One score one score game, one score game, one score game. I would count I nine points isn't one score, but that's as close to a one score game as they're going to get. Yeah. USC, one score, one score, blown out, one score, one score. Yeah. This is the one score pull. Mm-hmm. All right, who do you think wins? Uh, based on my playoff prediction, I have Washington in, so I'm going to go Washington by seven points. I'm, I'll am i go Washington with you. Just to watch the USC fans melt down, and I hope they score <laughs> a lot of points. Yeah. All right. Well, my game of the week that I'm going to be previewing is a game that's going to hit close to home. Um, this will be probably most likely the last bet of them in my lifetime. If Oklahoma State doesn't get their crap together, I doubt, I doubt it. That. I think like I think the, they'll probably play in the in the twenty thirties or something. So it'll be this team. This will have bragging rights. This is mm-hmm. this is a decade long bragging rights, most likely. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I think this game. What I'm going to be watching for. You have to stop Ollie Gordon. Yeah. What I what I would do if I was Oklahoma's defensive coordinator, Ted Roof, I would. Just focus on stopping the run. Make Allen Bowman. Yes, focus. Make, focus on no, stopping the focus on stopping the run because Allen Bowman not a good quarterback. If, I think he's if, been the. Did yeah. he play at Texas Tech? Yes, he did play at Texas he played Tech. Texas Tech in Michigan. He played yeah. at Texas Tech in Michigan. I mean, he's not a good quarterback. If if he Allen was, Bowman was, beats Oklahoma, goes and beats Oklahoma, I will give him all the props in the world. Yes. I won't yes. All I. Hmm. It's gonna be a tough matchup. It's the last bedlam. This is yeah. this is. It's already getting chippy on Twitter. 
with college with a college football player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Nope. So basically, this guy, this Oklahoma State offensive lineman, says about half the, I mean, seventy percent of the state is Oklahoma State grads, and thirty percent is Oklahoma grads. Hmm. He said he said everybody that goes to Oklahoma State games are Oklahoma State grads and. Everybody that goes to Oklahoma games are Oklahoma bandwagons. They didn't go to college at Oklahoma. But and then Oklahoma fans go and pull out multiple tweets from this guy that he him being him going to Oklahoma spring games, him wearing <laughs> Oklahoma shirts, him calling Baker Mayfield the GOAT. Yeah, so I think this game is gonna be really chippy. Mm-hmm. Um This is a hard game to pick. You Bedlam is always a one score game. You I got Oklahoma. I'm gonna go Oklahoma. I'm gonna go Oklahoma by like twelve or uh, fifteen. Stuvy, have you not seen the last couple of bedlams? This, hold on. Let me let me. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is gonna be pissed. They Oklahoma. are, but I just think with if it depends. I'm. It's gonna be hard to pick this game because, um, I don't know if Stutzman's playing. I, I I don't think that matters, dude. I think Oklahoma's pissed. I think Oklahoma I think Oklahoma's matters. pissed, but it'll be closer than because it's always it's always close. I'm gonna pull up something here. Hold on. Look at the last couple matchups here. Oh, no, put this up here. All right. So as you can see. Damn, we killed him. All right, never mind. It's not proving my point here, but 2022, <laughs> we beat him 15. One-score one game here. One-score game here. Lincoln-Riley defense game, 62-52. to 52. Uh, But as you can tell, it's always it's always a close game. It's a bad one. I still, I still think Oklahoma beats. I have PTSD from this game. This is the Tyreek Hill punt return game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as you can tell, this is the well, this is one of the most lopsided rivalries in state rivalry history. That's why Oklahoma State doesn't want it to continue because Oklahoma is so close. This will be the first time an in-state rivalry has a team has over a hundred wins on an opponent. Which, yeah, but I think Oklahoma does win. Oklahoma comes in and piss pissed off. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like we said, the spread is. Spread is six. I think Oklahoma State keeps it close. Mm-hmm. And I think Oklahoma does not cover. But, I mean, a, I'd take a close win because it's, it's a ranked matchup. It's not going to be a blowout. I, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see it a blowout. It's just hard for me to pick that. And I think it'll, I think it'll go over the 61 and a half. Um, so that moves on to me with my NFL game of the week, right? Yep. So it'll be, this is a good week for the NFL, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Steelers and Titans about to play. You got the Dolphins and Chiefs, but I am going to be talking about the Eagles and Cowboys rivalry. Um, Um. Oh shoot! All right. Um. So this will be a good game. Competitive, as you could tell, it's just a fifty-fifty split. 
Uh, Cowboys are really hot. I'm gonna go Cowboys win. I don't know what the spread is. Oh, Cowboys. Oh, it's in it's in Philly. Never mind. I'm going Philadelphia. One by field goal. Fly Eagles fly. What's your game? The Chiefs and Dolphins at 8:30 in the morning in Germany. Oh my God. That's in a journal. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> Um, this is a very big game, in my opinion. This is probably the battle for our two best AFC teams. Um, the Chiefs obviously pissed off; they lost the Broncos. Um, Dolphins obviously a team that beat the fuck out of the Broncos that seventy to twenty game. Um, honestly. And I think Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey is coming back this week. I think the Dolphins beat the Chiefs. I think it's be a good game, very good game. That I'm sadly gonna have to wake up for because it's. Really I have to game. work, so I'm not gonna get to watch it. Well, that sucks, don't it, buddy? Yeah, it does. Um, I actually work till eleven thirty, so it might be. It might not be over. I might get to catch the tail end of it if it's a good game. Yeah, but I got Dolphins winning by. Dolphins winning. What's, yeah, what's the spread? Is one and a half. Minus one and a half cheese. I got the Dolphins winning. I got them plus three. All right. All right. Over under is 50. What do you think? Over under. Under 50 points. All right. Uh, what's your what's your NBA look ahead? The like, I was talking about earlier, the Mavericks um, oh, yeah. versus Nuggets. Uh, That's tomorrow. tomorrow, right? tomorrow. Yep. yep. At the battle of the top two teams in the West right now. Um. It's going to be interesting to see how the Mavericks play against a team that has uh, just a good team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like to see how they stop Luka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Derek Lively going to have to stop Jokic. That's hard. You go from Mm -hmm. Wembenyama to Jokic. But I could see a Luka big game here. Mm -hmm. But I'm personally going to go with Denver here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Denver as well. Because tough, tough place to play in Denver. I just think that the Nuggets are one of the better offensive teams in the league, and the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, they're good on offense, but their weak point is their defense. Yeah, especially their front court with uh. Yeah. It, it doesn't help, but just their whole team in general is just not very good defensively. Derek Lively. Yeah, plus Kyrie defender. Irving is day to day. I don't know what GTD means. I just assume that's a game today. Game time decision. So, I mean, Jokic and Jamal Murray might not even play. Yeah. I, it, I, I, I got the Nuggets winning. winning. You got the Nuggets winning. winning. I'll go with you. I'll, I'll stay with you here. All right, I'll move oh, on yeah. to my game here. Um, I chose this game. Hold on. Wait a minute. No, it's 11-2. It's tonight. Never mind. This game is tonight. I chose this game because how it ended. They they recently played. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about the ending of this basketball game. Kevin Durant gets the ball stolen by Kelton Johnson, right? <laughs> yeah. Rips it out of his hands and dunks. And then they just completely blow the game. Yeah. And the Spurs upset the Suns. So I chose this game because I think it'll be a good game. You get to watch mm-hmm. Wembenyama, who's been performing. Wembenyama and Kevin Durant, you know what I mean? Wembenyama's been performing. Mm-hmm. But I person, real quick, I wanted to talk about this as well. All right, uh, 
Where's the thunder? Where's the thunder? Where's the thunder? Right there. All right, right now, who's your who's your rookie of the year? <laughs> dude, yeah. Chet's, Chet's been balling. Yeah, he had he had that rough first game. I was like, dude, he's not gonna win rookie of the year. And then ever since that, he has just been balling. I still think it's between him and Wemby, honestly. Um, Scoot Henderson has been playing like ass, dude. Ass, yeah, he's terrible, terrible. Um, I think another dark horse is Asor Thompson. Yeah, he, he could be he low key defensive player though. Yeah, Rick, yeah, defensive. He's been really good. Um, but yeah, what uh, Holmgren's been playing out of his mind defensively. I think he averaged like fifteen and two or three. So, yeah. I guess that moves on to locks of the locks week. Of the week. Yes, right sir. Right now, as you can see, the standings on the bottom of the screen. Stuby is twenty-one and nine. Yes, and sir. I am and that's after and sixteen. Me. That's after me, like having like a weird week last week, where I just chose weird teams over, like Army over Massachusetts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I guess I technically won last week, didn't I? So I get to go first with my college. Mm-hmm. Here we go. My college. I'm going Tennessee, who is a 35-and-a-half-point favorite against UConn. UConn's back to their losing ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after their bowl game last year. Then I went Tulane last week, so I'm going to go Tulane again this week. They're playing Eastern Carolina, who's not a good team. They're 1-7 as well. They are 17-point favorites. And an interesting one. I can't believe – I'm going to take this underdog while it's there. Um, TCU is – TCU's an underdog at Texas Tech. They're playing right now. They are? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go TCU. I, I could show you proof that I wrote this on November 1st. Here you go. Here's here's That's, proof, guys. I believe you. I believe you. Oh, I guess it's not. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. You, you. So, yeah. So, that was November. I have, I guess I have TCU plus three over Texas Tech. Yeah, they are currently tied right now with Texas Tech. 7-7. Seven, oh. seven. All right, so we go ahead with your college football. So uh, my college football locks, I am going Nebraska over Michigan State. You got Nebraska going bowling for the first yes, time sir. since yes, 2018. Sir. Thomas Fredoni, the man. Shout out Thomas Fredoni, man. We, did we ought to get him on. We ought to get him on this. We ought to get him on this. I might be able to. I can text him and ask him. Do an interview? What do you do an interview? All right, we'll we'll discuss this in a future. Yeah, we might do some off camera. Yeah, there's a number of people that I can talk to uh, about. Yeah, Max on. Duggan. We can get Max Duggan on. Podcast. I don't know. It'd be harder, but like I was thinking about like Logan <laughs> Logan Jones or yeah Max or or not Max Logan Thomas. We we get we'll get into this later. We right? can get Dale on. That would be yeah. an entertaining one. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I got Michigan over or Nebraska over Michigan State. I just think Nebraska is looking really, really good. Michigan State is one of the worst teams in the Big Big Ten. Um, I got Nebraska over Michigan State as my first lock. My second lock, number twenty-five, Air Force over Army. Army did me dirty last week with that loss. You want some beating over Air Force. Dude, I know. That would be my luck. That would be my luck. But no, I got uh, Air Force over Army. Not every day you can pick, uh, you can say there's a top 25 team that is a Naval Academy or Academy team. So I got number 25 Air Force over Army. And it's it's different, you know. It's not like a 
a blowout team. So, yeah. All right. Our underdog. Number 13, Louisiana State University over number eight, Alabama. I know I may be bold for this, but Louisiana State, sneaky good. Alabama, you know, not the Alabama that we know. But I still – I think Louisiana State can win this game easily. Um, not easily, but you know, just win it in general. All right. I got them upset in Alabama. Go ahead with your NFL. NFL locks of the week. I got the Cleveland Browns of the Cardinals. Pretty self-explanatory. The Cardinals you the Browns are, last week, right? Or no, you picked against the Browns. I did. I did. They, and they lost. I got the I got the Browns over the Cardinals. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Browns. That could be a, Kyler Murray's return, can it? Nope, he's not playing. Who's the fucking starter? Man? Clay Tune, former oh, Houston God. quarterback, former Texas quarterback. It wasn't. I don't know. I just know him from Houston, buddy. Um, but pretty self-explanatory. Cardinals aren't very good. They're one and seven. I think they're the worst team in the like record-wise in the league. Um, okay. I got the Browns over them by a hefty margin. I got the Saints over the Bears. I'm pretty sure Tyson Bajan is playing again against a really good Saints secondary and a very good Saints defense. So I got the Saints over the. Bears and uh yeah, I think Camaro's gonna go off for your okay. for your fantasy team, BT. I hope he does. And then my underdog, I got the New York J E T S Jets Jets Jets, Jets, Jets. I got the Jets over the Chargers. Um Jets are playing hot right now. And they're playing with Zach Wilson. So uh, their defense is playing really good. They've be, they've been proven they could beat Top teams like the Eagles, so uh, I got the Jets over the Chargers. You know what I mean? Um, All right, that's that's yeah. your six locks of the week. Yes, sir. It's my six locks of the week. I'll go with my NFL. I have two NFL and one NBA. It proved successful last week. So, yeah. My NFL, it's gonna be a dirty move, but I'm gonna go with the Falcons to beat the Vikings. I, they're demoralized. The Vikings are demoralized. You think you think Taylor Heineke is gonna beat Kellen whatever his name is? Jaron Hall. Yes. I'm Kellen Mond doesn't even isn't even the I league. Thought, league. Like, he must <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go Vikings over oh wait, no, Falcons over the Vikings here. Then I am my upset. Rams over the Packers. That's an upset. Yep, the Rams are three point underdogs in Lambeau. I like it. At least last I checked before recording, before we were supposed to record on Wednesday. Green Bay is favored by three. Yep. So that's my upset. Then my NBA. Um, I did. I'm one to know on NBA so far. I'm gonna go Nuggets over Bulls on Saturday night. Nuggets over the Bulls Saturday night. Um. Bulls suck. Bulls suck. Zach Levine's gonna get traded. I'm pretty. I'm. The Pacers. No, to the 76ers or the Lakers. Just kidding. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. All right. Well, yeah, that's my locks of the week. 
So that'll end episode six. This was podcast episode six. We're already six episodes into this. Six weeks into this. I can't believe it. This is our longest podcast that we've had. It'll be up there with the second one, right? Wasn't our second one pretty long? Um, our second, I can check right now. But we can we can get this long when we're live streaming. That's why we're choosing to live stream. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll be back. We are officially tied with the longest. The longest was we're tied. Well, by the time we do our outro here, yeah. All right. Well, I'm BT, and that's Stuvi. Yep. This this is Stuvi. Um, <laughs> we like to think we that's BT. <laughs> <laughs> this is Stuvie. Uh We like to thank you for li- <laughs> we like to thank you for listening to yeah. Sports Talk for six six long episodes. Uh, yep. We'll be back again, hopefully on Wednesday. I don't I feel like we're getting better and better with each episode. Um, yes, all of our links and stuff. All of our links are right here. Sports, like we said. Um, make sure you follow us. Uh, like, give us a five stars if you're listening on any podcast service. Like, like Kong, and subscribe. Any, yeah, give us give any. Us any. T- tips or something you'd like to see us improve on but um yeah, stay um, safe any any things you'd want us to see us talk about yeah or... you just let us know let us know in the comments anything you want us to talk about we might not know a lot if you choose like a random sport like like rugby like or rugby. soccer <laughs> <laughs> or hey. golf brooks Kopeka, man you see hey. that long putty hat hey hey texas rangers are mlb champions yeah, but you're officially a Texas Ranger fan now. Yeah, I know. I, I just figured we should we should we should include it into the podcast at some yeah, point. Yeah, they won. Yeah, right. They are world champions, reigning world champions. Yep, with uh, former Dodger Corey Seager. Yep. Never should have let him go. All right, we'd like to thank you oh, yeah. for listening. Yep, that's Make been sure uh, like, some comments. Episode six of episode six. Let's talk with BT and Stuvie. Uh We'll catch you, you later. Guys, know what Y'all to do. Be night. kind to each other. And have a good rest of your week. We'll see you again next Wednesday. Thank you. See y'all.